Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast, where we bring you the latest and most fascinating topics from the world of science and technology. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen, your co-host today. We have a truly mind-boggling topic to dive into, information decomposition to identify relevant variation in complex systems with machine learning. That's right, Jen. This topic might sound complex at first, but our goal is to break it down into bite-sized pieces and make it intuitive for all of our listeners. So, let's get started. Definitely. To begin with, let's talk about what a complex system is. It's basically a system made up of many interacting components that exhibit emergent behavior at larger scales. These systems can be found in various domains like the economy, the internet, the human brain, and even artificial neural networks. Absolutely. And when it comes to understanding complex systems, one crucial step is identifying the relevant variation within them. That's where information decomposition comes into play. By using techniques from information theory and machine learning. Researchers are able to uncover the most important patterns or variations within these systems. Right. Mutual information serves as a key measure for connecting variation across different scales of a system's behavior. However, estimating mutual information can be challenging when dealing with high-dimensional and continuous-valued data. Exactly. But fear not. Researchers have come up with a practical and efficient methodology to tackle this problem. They propose decomposing the information contained in a set of measurements by compressing each measurement using machine learning techniques. So how does this method work? Well, guided by the distributed information bottleneck as a learning objective, researchers are able to sort out the variation in measurements based on their relevance to certain macroscopic behaviors within the complex system. That sounds fascinating, Jen. By inspecting the learned compression schemes, researchers can identify the most relevant subsets of measurements for different amounts of predictive information. This allows for a more granular understanding of the system's behavior. Absolutely, Tom. And to demonstrate the effectiveness of this methodology, The researchers focused their analysis on two paradigmatic complex systems, a Boolean circuit and an amorphous material undergoing plastic deformation. In both examples, specific bits of entropy were identified as being most related to macroscopic behavior. This provided valuable insights into the connections between micro and macro in these complex systems. It's truly remarkable how this methodology enables researchers to identify meaningful variations in data using the full generality brought by information theory. And best of all, it's practical and applicable for studying complex systems across various domains. That's right, Jen. The ability to decompose and understand intricate variations within complex systems opens up new possibilities for research, problem solving, and even optimization. Absolutely. 
So whether you're interested in unraveling the mysteries of biological systems or understanding the behavior of materials at a microscopic level, information decomposition with machine learning is a powerful tool that allows us to unlock crucial insights. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed our exploration into information decomposition and its application in identifying relevant variation within complex systems using machine learning. As always, thank you for joining us on this intellectual journey. Stay curious, stay informed, and we'll catch you next time on our award-winning podcast. Bye for now. Upbeat jazzy music playing. Hey there, listeners. We have an out-of-this-world sponsor for today's episode. Introducing Starry Crust, the bakery that's taking bread to a whole new galaxy. That's right. Tom, Starry Crust is not your average bakery. They've mastered the art of baking intergalactic baguettes that are simply mind-blowing. Imagine sinking your teeth into a crust so crispy it can fend off laser beams from space pirates. And these baguettes are not just delicious. They're also visually stunning. Each loaf is adorned with edible stardust, making every bite taste like you're munching on the Milky Way itself. Now, I know what you're thinking. How do they bake in space? Well, Starry Crust has their top-secret patented zero-gravity oven on board their spaceship bakery. It's quite a sight to see those doughy baguettes floating gracefully as they bake. But no worries about them floating away. These babies are always tethered down with cosmic twine. For safety reasons. And let me tell you folks. Enjoying one of these cosmic creations will transport your taste buds to another dimension. You might just find yourself solving quantum equations or speaking fluent Klingon before you finish. The first slice, Jen, whispers, I think he means eating. Tom, chuckles, right, eating. So grab yourself some starry crust intergalactic baguettes and embark on a flavor journey through space and time, jingle, sung by E.I. Missy. Starry crust takes bread to infinity and beyond, baking flavors the universe has yet to respond. So hop aboard our tasty spacecraft, grab a cosmic loaf while it lasts. Tom and Jen, together, thanks again to our sponsor Starry Crust, baking the universe's tastiest intergalactic baguettes. Since 3022, music fades out. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom, your host. And I'm Jen, your co-host. We're excited to dive into another intriguing research paper today. That's right, Jen. In this episode, we'll be discussing the paper titled Shelving, Stacking, Hanging, Relational Pose Diffusion for Multimodal Rearrangement. This research explores how to enable robots to rearrange objects in a scene to achieve a desired object scene relationship. Absolutely. Tom, this is an exciting topic because it addresses the challenge of teaching robots complex tasks like 
placing objects on shelves or hanging items on racks with multiple hooks. The authors propose a system that can handle novel geometries, poses, and layouts of both scenes and objects by learning from demonstrations. That's impressive. One of the key challenges in this research is dealing with multiple geometrically similar rearrangement solutions for a given scene. The authors overcome this challenge by leveraging an iterative pose the noising training procedure. This allows them to fit multimodal demonstration data and produce precise and accurate outputs. Yes, it's fascinating how they approach multimodal learning in rearrangement tasks. They also address the issue of generalization to diverse scene layouts. Real-world scenes can have various shapes and poses for objects, making it harder for robots to adapt. To tackle this problem, the researchers propose conditioning on relevant local geometric features while ignoring irrelevant global structure that can harm both generalization and precision. It's amazing how they optimize their model for generalization by locally encoding the scene point. Cloud through cropping a region near the object. By focusing on details in a local neighborhood and ignoring distant distractors. The model can better generalize to different spatial regions and scene instances. Absolutely. And what's even more impressive is how they train their model as a diffusion model to perform iterative pose denoising by incrementally reversing the noising process. The predictions become more unimodal and converge to a diverse set of final solutions. I'm excited to see how they apply this method to three distinct rearrangement tasks in both simulation and the real world. It will be interesting to observe how well the system performs when handling multimodality in generalization over object shape and pose. It's going to be an enlightening discussion. Tom, stay tuned as we explore this fascinating paper on relational pose diffusion for multimodal rearrangement. We'll explain the concepts in an intuitive way, discuss the implications and maybe even brainstorm some potential applications for this technology. So grab your favorite beverage, sit back, and enjoy another episode of our podcast where we strive to make complex topics accessible and entertaining. Let's dive in. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back, folks. We have an out-of-this-world sponsor today. SolarWisk Catering Services. Jen, have you heard about them? Oh, you bet I have. They whip up delicious meals using only solar-powered whisks. That's right. These intergalactic chefs are really cooking with the power of the sun. It's like having a mini sun in your kitchen. No more boring conventional cooking methods for us. Imagine the magic of a perfectly whisked omelette or a frothy cappuccino. All thanks to SolarWisk's solar-powered awesomeness. And they don't stop at food alone. With these supercharged whisks, they create edible art. It's almost too beautiful to eat. Yes. Like their famous sunset surprise souffle that bursts with colors as it rises up and dazzles your taste buds. Or their cosmic cupcakes that come alive with edible sparkles and burst with flavors from galaxies. 
Unknown. Tom. Whispering. Also perfect for anyone who wants to impress their alien friends. Jen. Giggling. Exactly. But Tom. How does this work? How do these solar-powered whisks turn ordinary ingredients into extraordinary dishes? Tom. Whispering. Well. Rumor has it that there might be some top-secret alien technology involved. A sound effect of aliens whispering. Aliens whispering voice 1. Muffled. Whiskatron 3000 engaged. Aliens whispering voice 2. Muffled. Ingredients merging at optimal galactic levels. A futuristic sci-fi beep followed by triumphant music flourishing in the background. Jen. Confused but excited. Wow. We're definitely getting our hands on one of those solar whisk contraptions. Absolutely. And folks. If you ever find yourself in a cooking route, or just want to taste some out-of-this-world culinary creations, Solar Whisk Catering Services has got you covered. So remember, when it comes to food that's truly stellar, let Solar Whisk whisk its way into your heart and tummy. Tom and Jen, enthusiastically, Solar Whisk Catering Services, where the sun meets your plate. Podcast outro music fades. Theme music fades in. Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our award-winning podcast, I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by the incredible Jen. Thanks, Tom. I'm thrilled to be here and dive into another fascinating topic with you. Absolutely, Jen. And today, we have something truly intriguing to explore. We'll be delving into a research paper titled Divide, Evaluate, and Refine. Evaluating and Improving Text-to-Image Alignment with Iterative VQA Feedback. Wow, that's quite a mouthful. But fear not, listeners. We're here to break it down into bite-sized pieces for you. In this paper, the authors tackle the challenge of aligning text descriptions with generated images accurately. That's right, Jen. You know how text-guided image generation has made incredible progress lately? Well, these latent diffusion models sometimes struggle to accurately convey the semantics of complex textual prompts. Exactly. And what's even more interesting is that pre-trained multimodal models often fail to detect these misalignments. But fear not. The authors propose a training-free decompositional framework that evaluates and improves text-to-image alignment using iterative VQA feedback. A. VQA stands for Visual Question Answering, right? That's correct. VQA models are trained to answer questions about images using natural language processing techniques. In this case, The authors use a VQA model to measure the alignment of each assertion in the text prompt with the generated image. So they break down the complex prompt into smaller assertions and then evaluate how well each assertion aligns with the generated image. That's pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. And here's where it gets even more fascinating. They combine these assertion-based alignment scores to give an overall text-to-image alignment score. 
This new metric shows much higher correlation with human ratings compared to traditional evaluation scores. That's impressive, Jen. But it doesn't stop there. The authors also use these assertion level alignment scores as feedback in an iterative refinement process to improve the alignment of the generated images with the input prompt. It's like a feedback loop that gradually enhances the expressivity of different assertions in the final image outputs. And you know what, Tom? Human user studies showed that this approach outperforms previous state-of-the-art methods by 8.7% in overall text-to-image alignment accuracy. That's a significant improvement. It's incredible how this research addresses both evaluation and improvement of text-to-image alignment. It has the potential to make a real impact on text-guided image generation. Absolutely. Tom. This paper opens up exciting possibilities for generating more aligned and accurate images based on complex textual prompts. Well said, Jen. And that wraps up our introduction to divide, evaluate, and refine. Evaluating and improving text to image alignment with iterative VQA feedback. Stay tuned for our next segment where we'll dive deeper into the methodology and findings of this remarkable research paper. That's right, Tom. So stay tuned and get ready to broaden your horizons on text-guided image generation. Until next time, theme music fades out. Upbeat jazzy music playing. Hey there, podcast listeners. We interrupt this hilarious episode to bring you an important message from our sponsor, Thundersnake Wrangler Company. That's right, folks. Have you ever been minding your own business, walking down the street, when suddenly, bam, you get hit with a whoopee cushion just as thunder rumbles overhead? Or maybe you've experienced the heart-stopping moment when an innocent-looking puddle turns out to Be a thunder snake disguise ready to squirt water in your face. Well fear no more because Thundersnake Wrangler County is here to save the day. We specialize in capturing those mischievous thundersnakes that love pranking unsuspecting passers-by. Imagine walking down the street without constantly looking over your shoulder for unexpected prank. Attacks. Sounds like paradise. Huh? Absolutely. And it gets even better. Our expert wranglers will safely relocate these cunning critters far away from civilization. Yep. We'll make sure they're miles away from any ticklish tourists or innocent bystanders who could fall. Victim to their hilarious antics. So if you're tired of being a target for these jokester serpents and want some peace of mind on your daily strolls, Tom and Jen, Together, call Thundersnake Wrangler County today. Fast-paced voiceover. Voiceover announcer. For all your Thundersnake removal needs, call 1-800-WRANGLE-IT now. But hurry up because our operators are standing by with plenty of rubber chickens at the ready. Saxophone solo with funky beats in background. Jingle singer. Singing cheerfully. Tune Deer Snake Wrangler Coo. Saving souls from laughter's blow. So there you have it. 
Folks, if you want life without the risk of being pranked by Thunder Snake tricksters, give Thunder Snake Wrangler County a call. They'll handle those sneaky serpents so you can walk the streets in peace. That's right, Tom. Thunder Snake Wrangler Co., removing mischief one wriggle at a time. Cheerful outro music. Tom and Jen. Together. And now back to our regularly scheduled hilarious episode. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast, I'm Tom. Joined by my amazing co-host, Jen. And today we have a fascinating topic to discuss. That's right, Tom. Today we're diving into the world of robotics and language models with a paper titled Rocco. Dialectic Multi-Robot Collaboration with Large Language Models. This paper introduces a novel approach to multi-robot collaboration that uses pre-trained large language models for communication and planning. Absolutely. Jen. It's fascinating how robots can now leverage the power of language models to not just communicate at a high level but also plan low-level tasks. This paper proposes the use of large language models for high-level communication and low-level path planning in multi-robot systems. And they named their approach Rocco, which stands for Dialectic Multi-Robot Collaboration with Large Language Models. The authors equipped robots with these large language models to engage in discussions and collectively reason about task strategies. Yes, Jen. The robots use the language models to generate subtask plans and task space waypoint paths. These plans are then used by a multi-arm motion planner to accelerate trajectory planning. And what's interesting is that the environment provides feedback such as collision checking, which prompts the language model agents to improve their plans in context. Exactly. Tom, to evaluate their approach, the authors introduce Rocco Bench, which is a benchmark consisting of six different multi-robot collaboration tasks. This benchmark covers a wide range of scenarios and includes a text-only dataset for agent representation and reasoning. That's fantastic. Jen. This benchmark allows researchers to test and compare different approaches to multi-robot collaboration. And in their experiments, the authors demonstrate that Roco achieves high success rates across all tasks in Roco Bench while also adapting well to variations in task semantics. And what's even more impressive is that in real-world experiments, Rocco seamlessly incorporates human in the loop. Users can communicate and collaborate with the robot agents to complete tasks together. Absolutely. Jen. It's amazing to see how these language models enhance the interpretability and flexibility of multi-robot systems and as always. If you want to see videos and code related to this paper. You can check out their project website at project-roco.github.io. So there you have it. Listeners, today we explored the world of Rocco. Dialectic multi-robot collaboration with large language models. 
Stay tuned as we dive deeper into the technical details of this paper and discuss its implications. That's right. Jen. We'll break down the different components of Roku. Talk about their experiments on Roku Bench. And discuss the potential impact of this research. So stay tuned for an informative and exciting episode ahead. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next time, Tom and Jen. Happy listening. Background music playing. Welcome back. Folks, before we dive into more fascinating topics, we have an exciting sponsor to tell you about today. That's right. Tom, hold on to your snorkels because it's time to make a splash with sub-rocket submersibles. Have you ever wanted the thrill of exploring the ocean depths while also reaching for the stars? Well, now you can with sub-rocket submersibles. They're taking adventure to a whole new level, or should I say depths? Absolutely. Tom, picture this. You're cruising underwater in your state-of-the-art submersible and suddenly, boom. It transforms into a spaceship that launches you straight to the stars. Talk about multitasking at its finest. Not only do these sleek machines come fully equipped with all the latest technology and safety features, but they also have cup holders for all those deep-sea smoothie cravings. Whoever said exploring couldn't be delicious? Jen. Whispering. And did we mention that their submersibles are shaped like giant sardines? Tom bursts out laughing. Tom. Wheezing. Giant sardines? Jen tries her best not to snort but fails miserably. Jen. Giggling. Yes. Tom. Giant. Sardines. Tom. Still laughing. All right then. Who wouldn't want to explore like a colossal fish of the sea? Jen regains her composure. So whether you want an intergalactic adventure or just enjoy being surrounded by mysterious sea creatures, dot hop on board a sub-rocket submersible today and experience exploration unlike anything else. Tom, with exaggerated excitement, remember folks, when it comes to going down under or up above, trust no other than our friends at sub-rocket both together enthusiastically. Tom and Jen. Sub-rocket submersibles. Exploring the depths and launching to the stars. All in one epic ride. Background music fades out. Wow. That was quite an adventure. Just talking about it. Absolutely. Now let's get back to our regularly scheduled program. Stay tuned for more laughter and fascinating stories here on Both Together. Tom and Jen. The award-winning podcast with Tom and Jen. Welcome back to another episode of Science Talk. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. How's it going, Jen? Hi, Tom. I'm doing great. Excited to dive into another fascinating scientific topic today. Absolutely. And today's episode is all about a groundbreaking paper titled A Unifying Framework for Differentially Private Quantum Algorithms. This paper, written by Armando Angrisani, Mina Dusti, and Elam Kashefi, 
proposes a novel definition of neighboring quantum states that allows for exponentially tighter privacy guarantees in quantum measurements. That sounds incredible. But before we jump into the specifics of the paper, let's back up a bit and talk about the concept of differential privacy. This is a notion of security that allows for the processing of sensitive information while ensuring privacy. Exactly. In simple terms, differentially private algorithms map neighboring inputs to similar output distributions. This means that if two inputs are very similar according to some chosen metric, the outputs should also be almost indistinguishable. The goal is to learn statistical properties from a data set without compromising individual privacy. And while differential privacy has been widely studied and applied in classical data analysis and machine learning algorithms, this paper takes it a step further by exploring its applications in the realm of quantum computing. Absolutely. The authors propose their own definition of neighboring quantum states that captures the underlying structure of quantum encodings. They also provide tighter privacy bounds for various types of noisy channels commonly encountered in quantum algorithms. That's fascinating. It's really amazing how they combine classical and quantum noise to achieve better privacy guarantees while minimizing accuracy loss by considering multiple copies of an input state available in practice. They show even more efficient differential private mechanisms can be achieved. Exactly. The paper also delves into the trade-off between privacy and accuracy, as well as the applications of differentially private quantum algorithms in various fields such as machine learning and statistical learning theory. This paper is truly a comprehensive exploration of differential privacy in the quantum domain. The authors provide theoretical findings, empirical estimations, and even discussions on applications to certified adversarial robustness in private quantum classifiers. It's really impressive how they approach these complex topics in such an intuitive and accessible way. They provide clear explanations and highlight the practical implications of their research. Absolutely. I think this paper will have a significant impact on the field of quantum computing and privacy-preserving techniques. It opens up new opportunities for secure computation while dealing with sensitive quantum data. Well said, Jen. I think it's time for us to wrap up this introduction to a unifying framework for differentially private quantum algorithms in our next episode. We will dive deeper into the technical details and discuss some of the key findings from this groundbreaking research. That sounds like a plan. Tom, thank you all for joining us today on Science Talk. Stay curious and keep exploring. Outro music. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's time for a short commercial break. Brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Shadow Groove Accordion Emporium. That's right. Tom. Are you tired of the same old blah music? Want something that will really make your friends go huh? Look no further than Shadow Groove Accordion Emporium. Folks, 
These accordions are not your grandma's squeeze box. They're weirder. They're wackier. And they sure know how to get a party started. Absolutely. Picture this scenario. You're hosting a dinner party and things start getting boring. People are yawning. Until suddenly. You whip out your glittery rainbow accordion from Shadow Groove. Oh yeah. Suddenly the room is filled with laughter and confusion as you belt out German polka tunes like Nobody's Business. Or imagine walking into a board meeting carrying an accordion shaped like a giant banana from Shadow Groove. Tom. Laughing. Talk about making an impression during corporate presentations. Jen. With excitement. And let's not forget their latest creation, the glow-in-the-dark accordion. Perfect for those late-night jam sessions when only skeletons can see ya. Tom. In amazement. Wowza. Now that's what I call setting yourself apart from the crowd. Jen. Mischievously. You know what else sets these accordions apart? They have built-in whoopee cushions for maximum comedic effect. Tom. Chuckling. The perfect combination of musical talent and practical jokes all in one instrument. Whistle blows. Announcer. Come on down to Shadow Groove Accordion Emporium today and unleash your inner weirdo with their unparalleled selection of strange yet mesmerizing accordions. Guaranteed to create hilarious memories and confused onlookers. Mention the code Accordion Madness for a special discount exclusively for our podcast listeners. Awesome. So remember folks, when it comes to accordions that defy expectations, Shadow Groove Accordion Emporium has got your back. Cheerful jingle plays. Announcer. This commercial was proudly brought to you by Shadow Groove Accordion Emporium. Ignite your weirdness today. (music) 